This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody. Today is for a special announcement. I plan on making a Patreon page as I have a host of new ideas. I plan on making some more bonus episodes such as more ASMR or my own personal encounters and anything else that comes to mind. I also plan on doing some more monthly polls so every month you my loyal fans and friends can tell me how you feel about what podcast you want to try or what you'd like to hear from me or anything else on your mind and also trying to get more early access for the fun that comes in and here now I'm pretty much just going to keep it pretty simple uh, I'm only doing five bucks a month as uh I like to keep it a nice uh, way where everybody can kind of stick to it. It's kind of like a Subway sandwich. A foot long, except for kink style. So, yeah, that's kind of awesome. But, anyway, I hope this can expand and I can start getting better equipment, better mics, and everything else. And slowly start moving and becoming a better podcaster for you all to enjoy. I love it. I'm very thankful for the fans that love it as well, and I want to keep on doing this as best I can. But anyway, enough of that um, uh, talking about the announcement. I want to get straight to the kink, the fun, fun stuff. What the other fun, fun stuff, you know? Anyway, we're going to talk about a little bit of um, BDSM definitions. I mean, uh, let's see about what we can find today. I want to do this more often and every now and then just go over a few random words in the kink community that need to be talked about more often. The definitions, explanation of it. So everyone can learn more about the lifestyle and get to the nitty gritty. Alright? Let's talk about some more simplistic ones. Well, not so well, simplistic to those who already know, but in case those who are new need to hear this. Now, we already heard the name BDSM, okay? People who are new may wonder, what does that stand for? Well, luckily, I'm here to help. Now, for the B part, it can go for bondage, B&D, bondage and discipline. Uh, I want to call bond discipline play. Now, we have the D and S in there. That can go for also dominance and submission. The S and M. That also can go for sadism and masochism. Those four letters can pretty much talk about some very deep and powerful words that go in BDSM. Now, lifestyle, like I said in the past, is very intense and the bonds that can be made are not for the faint of heart, but are well worth it if you want to go all the way down into that happy rabbit hole. Now, Let's say somebody says, are you 
in the life that are talking about are you in a relationship where you are constantly in that type of dynamic well 24-7 keep it pretty simple now another term uh, abrasion I'm pretty sure people even even uh, whether kink over another can kind of figure out what that one might be but basically using something rough okay then we have another one uh, ABDL we call that more adult baby or diaper lover those that get role playing gratification as playing as an infant baby play you know age play now when it came to this I know I have um, I talked to this around with certain people some people have the kink, some don't, and that can get a few eyebrows raised when it comes to this kink coming out. And not really talked as often as what I've been noticing. Um, but I will say, though, that when this kind of play happens, the submission can be on, of course, on the adult baby's part. And a lot of times they have a caregiver, a caregiver. Um, type to watch over them or to even have a term for like uh, diaper lovers and where they can get gratification from well wear the diaper so keep it simple while there are these two paraphilias are distinct a person who can enjoy will also enjoy the other two a certain degree, a degree. now another term we have is um, auction off well, that's nothing once again something kind of says for itself basically they're talking about a dominant that will auction off a slave to the ice bidder i don't know if i talked about this in the other podcast or i forgot to be sure but um like i said uh, when it comes to in the BTSM, bdsm community they do have actual master and slave contracts and there is bidding and there are those that will sell and are willing to enjoy that lifestyle. Like I said, everybody's their own king, but suits to one may not fool for the other. And then there is another term called bad pain. <laughs> I know people think, well, isn't pain bad? Well, not necessarily. Um, good, can- uh, good pain and bad pain are terms used pretty lightheartedly in uh, BDSM lifestyle pretty much saying that during this you may have an element of what's called consensual pain but basically let's say you're having the kind of pain like hmm this thing is uh, pretty hot that's boiling water well I'm not going to put anything in there some guy decided to grab your hand shove in the water that's not consensual pain and that's probably not going to be good pain <laughs> that's called bad pain now if you're talking about the good pain, let's say uh, you got a baby girl or sub or whatever you, you got on your plate there, and they're bending over, and you're spanking the ass till it's red all over on your hand, and she is making a mess over the floor and making the juices just hidden everywhere. I mean, I would say that's probably a good pain, especially if she's asking for more, but you know. Um, anyway. I will say that uh, the bad pain can also be, I want once again, talking about hard limits, non-mutual, not valued, not wished for, or, you know, 
pretty much something that makes somebody feel like a really, really bad nightmare. Now, good pain. Now, once again, back up a little bit here. As a vanilla example here, I would say, uh, make sure I get a point across. Soreness, let's say after a good uh, workout or whatever. That's good pain. Depend on the person. Depend on the person now. Feels pretty good. As opposed to hitting your toe with a hammer or getting slapped around the side of the head by a wild bear. No, then it can't, you might not be, yeah, yeah. That's going to be a really, really, really bad day. If you survive that day, probably not. But anyway, another term we can go for is basically called bastinado. Basically, you are whipping the sub's feet. Now, usually the sub will be kind of restricted in some kind of form, but it is a way of um, torture. That is definitely for more of the masochistic kind. If you feel like you want to let out that masochistic heart of yours, then that's right up your alley. Now, of course, we go back to another one we talked about a little later, but bondage. I've been saying this for how many times during the podcast, but now I get to really go into a little more detail. Bondage. The physical restraint of a partner. Hence the reason I like using rope because I like restraining a baby girl. As that's one of my kinks. You know, they're those like being restrained, like using cuffs, you know, you can use all so many things. Belch, um, uh, scarf, blindfold, any kind of way you can bind the body. Uh, I have not really used belts, but I have seen that quite a few times. That does have me a little bit interested. But, anyway, enough about bonding people up. Um, of course, another term we have is called bottom. Basically, one who receives physical sensation from the top in a scene. They are the receiving partner. The one on the other end. The one that has to go and play catch. You get it just okay. Then we have another term called breast bondage. This is once again pretty self defining here. You're binding the breast, so it can be flattened on the chest, tied some kind of ways, and on bold. Just so many ways. You got breast torture, another simple one. You're torturing the breast, okay. You got a uh, breath control play. Now, that's another one that I think I have definitely indulged with, especially when it comes to doing choking the right way. They have charts and things online that help you out in. Find a proper grip of the neck when you want to do that. Because I've seen there have been some doms or fake doms or newbies or whatever you want to call it that have been trying to do choking, didn't know what the heck they were doing. The girl either passes out or she's not really feeling good. And now the guy feels like he's crap, and oh, that's just a fun, fun ride all around, ain't it? But I will say once again, for those who do want to try choking, and for those who do want to be choked, once again, do your research. It does save lives. It'll make you smile, and everybody wins. All right. Okay. And then we have once again the butt plug. That's once again pre-explanatory. It's plugging your butt. Now, it's pretty much like a dildo, but it has different shapes and sizes. That's pretty common. I'm pretty sure everybody can figure out what it's about, so I ain't going to go over that too much. Okay, next we have chastity. Now, this one, I know some people may have heard, some people may have not, but I'm going to go for it anyway. It's basically a way of sexual denial. And 
or gaffing denial, where the person is prevented from access of grabbing on their genitals. And I got to tell you that depending on the person, they may not like the teasing too much. No, 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 not really. It is a great tool, tool for those who do enjoy that side of masochism or who like to go over the edge or do like to go that, um, that far into the mind, the scene, or whatever you feel like it suits your fancy. You get the gist. All right. Of course, they have stuff have locks, key. They have chances for men, women, you know. I haven't really seen, to be honest, I know especially in the black king community, uh, chastity, I'm pretty sure chastity does happen in the black community as well. Don't see it as often as of late, but I don't know. Maybe I might do a poll on that. On does that happen with black women and and men? Does it happen? How much does it happen or whatever? But my little random polls I might do. Remember huh? that for later. Um, we have also collared, where a submissive or slave who is owned, will be in a loving, intimate relationship. The dominant will have you know multiple, multiple people collared. Or even have one called Pup Status. Hmm. I might also do a podcast on that too. Huh. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm uh, definitely getting some ideas. Think about any definitions. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Now of course when you have to collar somebody, there is sometimes a contract involved. Well, to be honest, a lot of times there's a contract involved. Especially for the ones that matter really, really want to go all the way in. They want to make sure that it is set in stone. And to be honest, that is um, something I have not been seeing too often sometimes. Where I got started, that was like seven years ago. Um, to me, that is, I guess that's why I always kept telling my friends that in the kink world, it is just as powerful and as binding as a series for those who are in the vanilla world. I've seen doms and dames, subs, get the same type of respect and love. I would see one who was husband and wife. Now, I know every relationship is different, but I've seen how powerful each and each other side can go. Yeah, anyway. Um, of course, contract, that's once again written out agreement. Basically, you want to find out between a uh, dominant and a submissive. And then there is consensual non-consensuality. It makes you kind of wonder, don't it? Sounds like a paradox. But no, no, no. There is a method to this happiness. All right. Basically, the mutual agreement that defined, within defined limits, consent will be given as a read without knowledge, foreknowledge, uh, or of the exact actions planned. As such, it is a show of trust, understanding, and usually undertaken by partners who know each other well or otherwise agree to set clear, safe limits on their activities. So, once again, communication is key. I say this to people all the time. If you don't have communication, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, let's see. Of course, we have DDLG. Daddy Dom, little girl. 
Name of his lifestyle is about a nurturing relationship between a parent, child, teacher, student, but does not imply all the time that age play is involved. Okay. I've seen some do that kind of lifestyle with daddy and baby girl, and they're pretty much okay with the terms, not too far to the age play. It depends on the dynamic. But you know what? <sighs> hmm. I've been really, I've been really seeing some nice terms here. Uh, besides the coloring, the chastity, everything else, yeah. That might give me ideas for later. But you know what? Anyway, I think I will cut this to a close. As, um, I will definitely have a lot on my plate trying to get some Patreon bonus episodes together and everything else. I'm pretty excited about trying this out. And I once again have to say thank you to everyone who believed in me and been supporting me. As I do plan on making more. And I want to see how far this journey will take me. And everybody else who is along for the ride. But anyway. Until next time. hope you enjoyed today's podcast if you have any kinky confessions or like to let out any steamy or sexy stories you want me to read then by all means leave a voice message or email me on the link on my bio or leave a message to me on facebook which is also on my podcast bio and finally if you want to get into rope for some bondage fun that also is a link in my bio as well on amazon that I think you might like. But finally, I hope you stick around because I really see this going in a way that might open your eyes a good bit. Until next time. <laughs>